welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Here joining us in this episode is spiritual business mentor, marketing expert, and founder of Connect One Marketing, Timmy. Timmy's journey began after gaining experience in customer service and consulting from working in hospitality and banking in the UK. She learned how to forecast, analyze, and understand trends as a resource planning analyst. After experiencing a need for creative change and embarking on a journey of spiritual development, Timmy found her calling for marketing. She defines her mission as uniting change makers, light workers, energy healers, and purpose-driven souls to make a bigger impact and to arm the spiritual community with business and marketing knowledge. Hi, Timmy. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so yes. excited to have a chat with you and uh, yes. loving the podcast that I was listening to the previous episodes as well. Oh, thank I'm you. So inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Timmy, tell us again where you're from because you were telling me before and I'm jealous. yeah right now I'm located in Spain in the Canary Islands so it's a really awesome amazing island and it's just a little bit west of Africa so the weather is amazing all year round never too hot never too cold so I literally cannot complain palm trees beaches all the fun stuff that comes with it (laughs) I feel like that's just like an entrepreneur's dream that we all just strive to the work anywhere be anywhere Mm. which is I think why a lot of us or at least for me did this (laughs) That was one of my drivers as well. A few years ago, I wanted to be always location independent. So I also lived in Sri Lanka for a little bit. I lived in Malta, which is another island the UK, Barcelona, and who knows where I go next. Maybe yeah. have another, another chat in a couple of years and I'll be completely all over the place or something. You never know. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Tell us a little bit more about what you do and who you serve. Yeah. So basically, as you introduced me already, I'm a spiritual business mentor. So when people ask me, what is even that? What do you do? <laughs> and, um, how does your day look like? So basically, I work with people who are purpose-driven in a nutshell. So anyone who wants to be making a positive difference in the world, I help them to either start or grow their businesses. So people who are either on their spiritual development journey or they're on their self-awareness journey, they tend to be a little bit confused when it comes to building businesses. So they don't always mm. get the foundational marketing and business knowledge so that's when I come in and look at what is it that they should be doing in a more efficient or more optimized way so they can go out there and make a bigger positive impact so that's what personally drives me I think that we are here on this planet for such a short time might as well make the most of it and leave something behind that is going to make our world a little bit better maybe it is a cliche as it is but Mm -hmm. I think if we have the power to do that we definitely should at least try and see what comes out of it. Yeah, absolutely. On your journey of marketing, what led you to one, starting your own business and then niching down to this group of people? I always wanted to have my own business. I remember when I was a kid, I was like five or six six years old. I kept telling my parents that when I'm going to have my own business or when I'm going to live here and do that. So it it was always in the back of my mind. I think it comes down to your character as well. But I always had that you know, that little self-doubt and I felt I'm not ready. I don't know how to do it. I had all of these misconceptions in my mind that you need to have, I don't know, like a large amount of investment to start a business or you need Mm -hmm. to have X amount of uh, years of experience or qualifications 
all these social conditioning that were holding me back. So when I finally took that leap forward, that it was because I had such a, an internal frustration in me. I knew I had gained amazing experiences working across many industries and countries and divisions. I got really good skill set over the years. And that, it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore just to take on another C-suite job or just to go into corporate again. And, and money was not driving me. I, I knew that something was missing and mm. I felt really frustrated. I felt even angry a little bit. I felt I was wasting my potential in a way. And I yeah. see this happening actually quite a lot within, uh, within this sector specifically. So I quit my job. My latest job that I quit was uh, I was a sales and marketing director when I lived in Barcelona and I didn't have a plan B. I said, now or never. I need to figure out what I want to do with my life that allows me to be completely myself, to remain completely authentic and do something that I truly love and I really enjoy and I wanted to love Mondays again, <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> I didn't want to look forward to Friday afternoon. I didn't want to live my life because the weekend is coming. I wanted to just do something that really comes from deep from my heart and from my soul. And it just came to me initially. It was, I quit my job. I had no plan B. I was sitting on my balcony and one day it just happened. I realized that I can combine my love for personal and spiritual development and building businesses and marketing in a way mm -hmm. that... I'm bringing my two parts together in a way. So yeah. for me, that was the biggest catalyst, frustration, biggest that internal frustration that I just didn't know what I'm doing with my business life and my in my career. Sure. I'm not sure if you can relate to that as well or <laughs> have you seen that happening? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was writing down something that you said about, and I can so relate to this when I started my business and marketing journey and strategic business planning is mm -hmm. just feeling angry in my previous job, not able to grow or using my skill set, and no, sometimes I'm not to brag or anything, but I think you know, sometimes it's, I'm really good at what I do. I'm very smart and I can do a lot of things. And why aren't you guys seeing it? And oh, so yeah. I do uh, feel that deep in my bones, that anger and frustration of not being able to work in your magic. And then what do you do? You're being like held back, isn't it? Yeah. That you have all this potential and you're ambitious and you're, yeah. you're able to learn as well and you're open-minded. But then when you're not in the right environment or you don't have the right leaders or mentors or you're not mm. surrounding yourself with the right people, you're just basically wasting your potential. And it doesn't just mean at work specifically, but it will trickle into the rest of your life as well in other areas. Yeah. If you're not happy at your work, you're going to go home and be frustrated at your partner for not doing the dishes or something yeah. silly. And it's not, nothing to do with him. It's just you are not having the right attitude and the mindset because you're not right. happy at your job or your career in a way. That's my view because I always say that we spend so much time working. We probably spend about at least a third of our life working. Mm. Mm. might as well we should enjoy that time that's what I think and it is very difficult for people to figure out how to do that and it's not something that happens overnight usually but when it does happen it's just such a liberating feeling you you really feel like finally yeah. I'm, I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing and I really wish that everyone could find this one way or around or another but what really helped me as well is removing myself from the known environment and the familiar environment mm. and just opening my mind and my life to new experiences and just to figure out what is it that I want to be doing and that yeah. usually helps removing yourself from the known and the familiar usually helps you figure out where is the new direction yeah absolutely so <clears throat> when you got to this place of I cannot do it anymore 
what were, take us back to like, really mm-hmm. what were the steps? Was there like an overlap? At least for me, there was like a good six month overlap between like my regular job and this. Tell us a little bit more about how you guys started. I did that first. So the first time I tried to start something on my own, I miserably failed as many people would do. Yeah. I did that back in 2015, I believe, or 2014, something around that. And I decided I actually took on a coach at the time. I took on a career coach and he helped me figure out that I could be doing this and become a consultant or a freelancer related to marketing. That was the first attempt. So I became a freelancer and within three or four months, I took on a a role as well, which was great because it led me to some amazing things, but I didn't have that courage. I didn't have that level of confidence at the time. Fast forward to a few years, that was early 2020, just before our world turned upside down. I thought it's a great time to start a business, so why not? And that's when I felt that, okay, now or never. So it was it was a bit of a like an ultimatum to myself. I had to be a little bit, little bit firmer to myself. I said, either I just give it a go and just be a bit half-assed about it, and then we will see what happens again. And maybe I have to repeat the same process in a few years' time, or I'm really going to figure out what is it that I want to be doing. So the steps that I took, I pulled the rug under my feet. That was step one. <laughs> I said, yeah. I, I need to cut the safety net, which in my case was the job that I had, the director job. It was a great job. It was a great team, great company. We were making an impact, but I just felt it wasn't, my heart wasn't in it fully. So I said, I cannot be comfortable in that situation that I know I'm still going to have some income coming in and I can do things and I have my days filled up with activities. I had to remove that. For me, that was a distraction. And to even recognize that it was distracting me from really figuring out how to step forward, because that was my biggest question mark. What do I do and how do I do it? I knew that I had to remove that. It was scary as hell, not knowing what's going to happen next. But I just knew that I have to have confidence in myself and I have to believe in myself to know that something will work out. If I don't have a plan B, I'm going to come up with the solution. And that's exactly what happened. So then what I did next when I already stopped working, it it literally took me about a month, not even that. So I stopped working there at the beginning of January. And by the end of January, early February, I, I launched my business. So it was literally a matter of a few weeks. And I spent time on doing what I loved doing. That was the key to it. I figured out what are the things that I loved. I loved socializing. I was going out networking with other kickers, female entrepreneurs, and just being in that environment. They really motivated me as well to see the examples, to hear their struggles and their challenges. And just having those conversations really helped me to to take that step forward. So that was one of the actions I took, to surround myself with people that either were in my shoes before, so they can relate to what I was going through, or we were already in the same boat so we could support and inspire each other. That I think having that support system was huge and having that inspiration is just massive. Like the listeners of this podcast, probably that's why they are listening as well, because oh, either they're yeah. going through something similar. So yeah, you're doing the right thing if you're listening. So please keep <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah, please keep listening. No, it's so true. I Having a mentor was one of the, if not the best decision I did as well, as soon as I was like, all right, I'm going to do the damn thing and getting a mentor very quick on, even before I started my business, I think completely, I couldn't imagine of starting it. <laughs> It speeds things up for you. It definitely speeds things up for you. So even though I really believe in the power of mentoring and coaching as well, because I went through it so many times at so many different phases of my life. So when I first had my coach, as I said, back in 2015, he helped me figure out 
the initial direction I didn't follow through completely at a time it's down to me not to the coach but then I took another coaching program back in 2021 when I already had my business because I knew that I need to start growing it I need to start looking at for new opportunities so it gave me something completely different same comes with uh, finding your mentors finding your support system finding people that you look up to and asking questions that that what helped me throughout the years. I asked so many questions. I probably annoyed a lot of people mm-hmm. in my career by constantly asking questions, but it's such a great way to accelerate that, that growth and avoid making the same mistakes that other people made. But even if you make mistakes, I think that's fine. I mean, meant to yeah. be doing those mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It really, yeah, it really helps. So going back to that scene on my balcony back in Barcelona, early 2020, but I took these steps already. I had the support system. I literally grabbed my notebook. I'm very old school. I write with pen and paper and I started writing down what are the things that I enjoy doing and how can I make money out of these things? Mm. And that was literally it, figuring it out. What am I naturally good at? What are the things that I love, passionately love, love doing? Yeah. And can I make any sort of revenue? Can I build a business out of any of these? And this is how it all made sense. And this is how it all clicked for me. And yeah. the rest is just tweaking and changing and, and bettering it. And I'm sure I'm going to change my website a hundred more times for the next <laughs> 10 years, but <laughs> it's just part of the game. Just get started. That's the yeah. key message here. <laughs> yeah. Just getting started. Absolutely. So what made you, so after creating that list, when did you decide mm-hmm. that spiritual workers and world changers were the niche that you wanted to work with? Yeah. So my core value was that I wanted to be completely myself and that what was driving me so it will heavily depend if someone wants listening and wants to start their business first of all figure out why do you want to start a business why do you want to or start a new career but ideally if you are an entrepreneur you want to be running your own game so figure out the intention behind it why is it important to you for me personally my intention behind it was I didn't want to portray to be someone I'm not I got so sick of the playing the games in the boardroom and trying to be aggressive with my sales or trying to be very mean sometimes when I was negotiating that wasn't me I'm a very nurturing and caring character but when I was in my career in my previous roles I had to be really tough and I had to be really masculine and it just wasn't me I lost myself throughout that process so that's the core point that was driving me personally that I wanted to become me in everything I do and I'm not going to be working with other people just because they have a bigger wallet or it will look better on my website or on my resume. And that's exactly why I chose the spiritual community, because as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of personal development and spiritual development. And I wanted to work with clients who I would imagine them as they could also become my friends. And that was my way of thinking. I started asking myself what kind of people I would want to hang out with, what kind of people I enjoy having meaningful, deep conversations with. And it was these kind of people that you could talk about mindset and consciousness and energy and the universe. And I could talk about this stuff for hours. And I said, might as well. I talk about these people at work and yeah. in between we talk about strategies and optimizing their businesses. We can have a nice chat about changing your mindset so that was my initial starting point and when I came to this conclusion I did a proper market research as well so I didn't just 
But after this initial thought, my marketing brain kicked in and I realized there was such a thing as a spiritual industry. Until that point, I had no idea. I thought sure. I came up with this cool concept. I'm like, great, I'm creating <laughs> a new industry. <laughs> Turns out, no, this already exists. Sure. So anyway, it's made my life a bit easier. It was already there. And then I looked at the trends and I could see that the demand is there. So if you are starting a business, Make sure that the intentions, why you are doing it, who do you want to be serve, serving and the people that you want to be serving, would you want to hang out with them? Ask yourself that question. If a customer calls you up because you messed something up, would you want to have a coffee with them? Could you have a decent conversation with them? If not, you're probably going after the wrong audience and they're not going to resonate with you if they feel that you have nothing in common and they cannot relate to you or you cannot relate to them. Yeah. So that, that's the starting point, I think, for anyone. And then look at the actual statistics, the analysis and look at the real demand and look out for gaps in the market. In my case, it was obvious I was bringing marketing as my major skill set and the sort of big picture view from my business background. And I realized that these people that I wanted to serve, they were severely lacking this kind of knowledge. And it just made sense to me. I said, I might as well, I can pass on my knowledge to people who are actually driven to, to make our world a better place. And it would make me feel fulfilled on a personal level, knowing that the knowledge that I'm passing on is going into the right hands as to yeah. speak and, yeah. and not just to fuel one of the big corporations who don't care anything about our word, but just going off the profit. So it comes down to personal preference. I think you need to understand who you are and what's important for you and then build a business on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. When you were talking about the spiritual providers and maybe some gaps in knowledge that they have, what are maybe some common trends that you have noticed? Confusion. Confusion yeah. is the big one. Confusion yeah. is the big one because they tend to have an information overload because there's so much information out there when you start Googling things. If, for example, <laughs> like, how do I grow my business? By the end yeah. of it, you are dizzy because there's just so much noise out there and yeah. everything is all these buzzwords and these fancy words. And of course, people are going to get confused. If someone who's never studied or worked in marketing or business development, I'm not surprised at all that people get frustrated and extremely confused. And that's the common theme that I'm seeing happening. They, they know that they have to do something, but they become paralyzed starting to do anything because the noise is just so loud and they don't even know where to focus. Lack of focus is another big one that I'm seeing that... The spiritual community specifically heavily relies on their intuition, which is amazing. I do the same thing. I have cars behind me that I pull sometimes when yeah. I'm checking on one of my strategies. Is this really in line with me or not? So you can yeah. use intuition in business perfectly well, and it's absolutely fine. But you need to add a strategy behind it. Just using just your gut feeling is going to take you far. Great. It's going to be amazing. But if you want to be consciously scaling and growing and making a bigger impact, you need to have some form of aligned strategy and not just follow the growth hackers yes. and the so-called experts. No, you need to do something that feels right for you. And yeah. that's a common theme as well, that they read something or they see something that is the latest buzz or the latest trend. They try it or someone told them you have to be on Instagram 24-7, for example. 
No, you don't. Find what feels right for you and build a strategy that allows you that you can remain yourself. So you're not going against your values, but at the same time, you're making money for your business and you're serving your customers in a genuine way. Yeah. These are big things and it happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, whew, I can agree more. <laughs> and, can, and what we do is very similar in that way yeah. of, of just also debunking all of the bullshit that's out there. Yeah. People just get lost. And when you, I think if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have a strategy, at least something loose when you're, when you get started, you will just get washed away with all of the things. And sometimes like simplicity is so much better and so much easier and cleaner, yeah. but also having people like us <laughs> helping <laughs> to keep you out of all of that mess is, is so, so incredible. That's the key. And I'm sure that yeah. you keep seeing this happening over and over again, that people come to you and they were like, yeah, I want to do this, but they don't even know how to get started. And right. that's exactly why you need someone like you or I that has the external point of view and yes. you're not emotionally caught up in the whole process. You can right. objectively look at, okay, here's what's going wrong. Are you here to listen to me and yeah. see what we can do for you? Yes or no? Because if someone, I would say, don't go and find a mentor for yourself if you're not ready to receive advice and if yeah. you're not open-minded to <laughs> make changes because clearly if something isn't working, you need to change something up. Yeah. And if someone is not open to receiving that constructive feedback or even sometimes could feel like criticism for some people, mm. then please don't work with mentors or coaches because you're going to be throwing your money away yeah. and you're not going to be having a great time. But if you are truly committed to make some lasting changes, not just in your business, but in your own mindset as well and in your generally in your mood and your life, then those are definitely one of the best investments. I'm, I'm yeah. still benefiting from what I learned from six, seven years ago from my first coach because yeah. the methods and the tools that he was teaching me, I'm still using them day to day, like yeah. 80, 20 rules. So I don't burn myself out. So those things I'm still using. Yeah. I think also to add to that, yes, working with mentors and things, but also when you decide to work with a strategic service provider, either an OBM or a, a marketing specialist or, or whatever, also be prepared <laughs> to shake yeah. some things up. Cause I, it's always fun the first few weeks or months working with someone. It's so why did you decide to do this? And a lot of times, which we've all been there, it's just, I thought it'd be easier or I saw this tool or so-and-so used this tool. And so I thought it would be good. And none of that is wrong, but the way that we're thinking and working is is not only what works for you now, but what works in six months, 12 months, three years, because all of these tools, especially when it comes to marketing and operations, yeah. there's a new tool every other day. That's a, I do all the things, none of the things, this thing, plus this, and it, you just get lost. That's, that's just one thing. But the other yeah. thing that also happens is that as you are growing as an entrepreneur and you are becoming more confident, you're becoming more experienced and mm. you just become a lot better at what you do, your goals will change over time yeah. and your business has to reflect that. So if Absolutely. you came up with a cool strategy that worked great for you, I don't know, two years ago, because at the time you were struggling to, let's say, to get clients and now you're at the phase when you have too many clients and you're falling behind on your administration or yeah. I don't know, like you're not having time to deal with customer reviews or things 
like that. So these goals are changing over time. As you are evolving as a person, your business needs to reflect that. So it's Absolutely. perfectly okay to change even direction sometimes. Yeah. But even become that now you realize that you've outgrown yourself and you're outgrowing your own business. So yeah. that's not a nice feeling to have. If that's the case, look at ways, how else can I expand to not just with my business, but based on who I've become as a person compared to who I was six months ago or yesterday or two years ago. Do the same thing, do the same thing in your business. Otherwise you're not going to have a, a fun time in the long term. You're, <laughs> you're going to end up hating your business because it's holding you back over time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, I couldn't agree more. Moving into one of the fun parts of the discussion, just to learn a little bit more about you is our speed round. So these are just fun questions to learn a little bit more about you. First question is what book or TV show are you obsessed with right now? Book. The one, the number one book that I always go back to is Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. That was a big catalyst for my own mindset. And I love that it was written like nearly a hundred years ago and it's still relevant so that's definitely one of the best books for mindset and goal setting tv shows i really love dark i love i don't know if you've seen it it's um it's about time traveling and like all this mind bending like tv shows that are making you say like what's going on i don't get it (laughs) yeah no i love that it's called dark is that what you said dark it's a german tv show but it's on netflix in english so it's it's a really cool I would still recommend it. It's a really cool (laughs) storyline. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What is one of your favorite quotes or mantras either told to you, read, or your own personal that you go back to often? I have a lot of them, but if I have to pick just one, I have no idea who said it was a super smart person out there Mm -hmm. somewhere in the universe. But the saying is that nothing changes if nothing changes. And I just love that. It's so powerful because you cannot expect something great to happen to you if you're not doing something differently. So nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, love that. Okay, last question. If you had 10 hours back in your week, what would you do with those 10 hours? I'd probably do some voluntary work. I'm, I've got, I'm such a high energy person that I cannot just sit still for too long. Sure. So even I actually took an, an eight, nine month break from my career when I was figuring things out. And I, that's when I was traveling for a bit. And I still ended up taking on pro bono projects because I was just <laughs> bored. And I was like, yeah. I was in Sri Lanka in the middle of a jungle and I ended up delivering a customer service training to those people who were running a hostel over there. So I, that's probably what I would be doing just to find someone okay. who's completely confused, doesn't have the finances to invest in a mental and mm. probably I would dedicate my time to that to give back to the community because if I can use my time wisely then probably that would be the best way of doing it to create some ripple effect and then hopefully yeah. that person can then do the same and that's how we all make an impact on one another I love that perfect Timmy it's so great chatting with you if people are listening and they want to find you where can they go the best way is to go to my website which is connect one marketing and that's one as O-N-E, not the number one. So connect one at marketing.com. And I've got a ton of free resources there as well. A lot of articles for people who are struggling to either start or grow their business. So feel free to, to browse through and you can also find all my social links from the website from there. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's so great Thank having you. Thank you for having Thank me. You. It's a really cool podcast as well. And I want to Thank say you. major thanks as well for having me and keep changing lives because you're doing something amazing. Right back at you, my friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Talk with you guys soon. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com 
dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy Book and Bless. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. They definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.